Welcome to episode 70 of Tactical Crouch. Uh, we are a competitive Overwatch podcast. I am Kick Tripod. Joined, of course, by Yiska and Volamel. Quick turnaround Every on these show shows. Now, Please now. What's Please. Every show now. Please. Every show now. What else are we going to do? I'm not paying for music ever again. So Blue has music. It's just a, we I have think music it's just to this. use. I, no. Knowing Blue, I think that they would say, let's use this for a while. <laughs> so this is staying for a while and you're gonna like it you're gonna get used to it oh i guess i'll have to but as i said uh i'm kick tripod joined by yiska and volamel uh it's hey it's been a while since we've done a show just us which is great this is gonna be fun number two quick pretty quick turnarounds uh just two days ago we had an episode with mineral of the boston uprising uh discussing their hopefully not ranked 20th finish in season three ton of cool stuff going on uh we're here to talk about overwatch league and uh this is the power rankings number 15 to number 11 episode if you didn't get to see our 20 to 16 go to episode 67 i believe you'll find that all right there and you can watch those and then come back and watch this. It's going to be a good one. Um, let's let's do housekeeping really quick and then we'll just jump into everything. Uh, show is 100% supported by our patrons. Go to patreon.com slash tactical crouch. Support the show. Get cool perks. We're going to have a game night coming up. We're $11 short of our extra bonus episode each month. So uh, if you like tactical crouch and want an extra one, uh, 11 bucks, 11 bucks, just five people giving two dollars and then one person giving one dollar that's how math works math. and uh we Quick can maths. get there you know it's almost as good as joe's math if you remember my math to the, to the beginning of these podcasts that's a joke yeah. we need to we need we need to like we need to spend some of that patreon money to like on fiverr to make like a best of we just need like a best of like best of the crouch I would love it. We should just ask the the people who've listened to the show like to just go and find clips of their favorite stuff. Bet you yeah, well, well, we'll have to like schedule something for like episode 100 because again, we're coming close. Like 70, especially if we keep doing these two, three, three a weekers. Yeah. You know, expedites the process quite quickly. We uh, so yeah, patreon.com slash tactical crouch and big thanks to our patron producers, Battle Crab Made, Pin Lulshin, and Charlie L. Uh, thank you for your incredible support of the show. We couldn't do it without you. you. Uh, really appreciate y'all. Um, follow us on Twitter at Tactical Crouch. Tweet us there as well, Tactical underscore Crouch. We record live 11 a.m. Pacific time, but we do have another bonus episode coming up this next week. Just because we're yes. we're in the giving spirit, I believe uh, we're going to be having Baroy, the Panda yep. Master, back on the show. Let's talk about this 2020 uh, Toronto Defiant team. Yep. And uh, is it yep. Sunday, 3 p.m. Pacific? 
I think that's yes. What Sunday for to. sure. It's definitely going to be on Sunday. Uh, check the Twitter if the time changes. I'm going to say 3 p.m. Pacific yep. is, I believe, the time that we're shooting for. So yeah, we're bringing it all. We're bringing it all. All right. Now that that's done, is that just like milk? Are you just drinking no, that's, milk? Uh, and that's um, berry juice, like in a carton. Yeah, they yeah. just put everything in like those weird hexa cartons or whatever. Yeah, tetra packs they're called. Yeah, I, the only reason why I I've ever heard that term used out like as as a like proper noun is because Giska's used it quite often. Mm-hmm. He just asked me one day, he's like, "Do you guys have tetra packs?" I'm like, "What's that?" I had to look it up. I'm like, "Oh yeah, for like juice boxes and things like that." But tetra like, what tetra is ten, you- so ten pack. I don't I'm know if sure it's ten folds. I have no idea why it's called Tetra. Yeah, why is it called? Like, it's just a carton, right? Basically, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe it's because of the angles, but even then, could be. I have no idea. If anybody knows, corners. Go ahead and yeah. condescendingly reply on YouTube. Now I'm now I'm interested. What what does your juice come in? Just like the skulls of the y- yes, we anything that can kill anything that can kill ocean water life. I think is uh, yeah. Straws, lots Aquatic of straws. Life. Yeah, just lots of plastic yes. rings. A uh, lot of different stuff, to be completely honest. Like Capri Suns had those like weird like pouches. Yeah, okay, um, we had those. That was, I mean, to be fair, that was like for a lot of them. I think there was what was that orange like mid two thousand or like early to mid two thousands like orange kind of drink that had like the Tang. monkey on it. Tang, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tang. I think it's that came in like a pouch. Drink. Yeah. And monkeys. I don't remember what else. I remember that. Um, we had like small little cartons for like milk. Yeah, in juice, yeah, you had the little milk cartons that you could never get open because I yeah. saw how you're drinking it. It looks like there's a little cap on there. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas you, we didn't you have, have to like fold and. Yeah, we oh. had like you were getting fibers in your face. Like if you didn't tear it right, you're getting paper you in your face. Yeah, it. yeah you're just it's just like it, it's like drinking with a paper straw. Yes, but worse. except it's been sitting there for a while. Yeah, it's yeah, uh, no, no bueno. It's something. Anyways, this is getting off track really quick. Derailed. Derailed. <laughs> this is not what the people have signed up for. What the people did sign Maybe. up for, though, is to hear about everybody's uh, favorite former London Spitfire player Bedosian. going over to the soul dynasty yeehaw that's a it's kind of a that's kind of a pickup though it's kind of at least a name it is I, I i tend to agree with a lot of what sideshow said um and i've echoed that in the past that i don't know if this team's going to be easily handled um I, I hope the coaches have their wits about them because um, there's a lot of personalities on this roster. I think people are a little bit, uh, I think people see Bid Ocean, they're like, wow, great flex, like solid player has flexibility, you know, this, that, the other thing, but with profit gesture, why did, you know, why, why are London letting these players go? Why, why is soul? So granted, this is late in the off season. Why, why are, but why is Bedosian being picked up now? It's, it seems like a last ditch effort. Grab what you can. It, it doesn't instill a lot of faith to be completely honest. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. All three yeah. of the um, Soul Dynasty signings have come from the London Spitfire. Yeah. Which is kind of interesting. Yeah. So it's uh that's it, I, that's kind of what people are calling it the the Changun, you know. The, is the it connection. the London Spitfire uh, retirement home over there in Seoul? Is that what that is? <laughs> Maybe, yeah. possibly. You know, you Seems can't like beat them, join them. You know, you get you get banged out in Apex yeah. Season Four by GC Busan. You're like, hey, those guys are pretty good. Why don't we sign them? And then you sign them, you know, a year too late, and now we're uh, eighth place for a third season in a row. It's true. I was just gonna say I was doing so. I was doing my power rankings, and I'm trying to just stay on top of them. And um, mm-hmm. Soul Man, it's just like on paper, I just want to put them up there, and then I I can't, yeah. can't do it. It's tough. They're gonna have to. They they have to show actual placings above where they've always placed, um, in, in a consistency. We we I I was I was kind of excited about them last season when they were doing like the big rotation twelve man roster stuff. I was like, okay, like if they continue with this and they they kind of like all in this style of like everybody's trading in and out depending on the map, like that's pretty cool. At least that's exciting. And then that kind of went by the wayside, and yeah, then they blew up the roster and we're left with this. Like I don't know. They they've they've redone the calling structure. It looks like because I'm I'm fairly certain that Jay Hong had a very big part in that. So now that he's out, they're adding a new caller in, whoever that might be. Maybe it's Gesture. Who knows? Um, does Gesture play? Is it worth him to you know? Is it worth it to have him play if he doesn't play? Who's the caller at that point? Is Badosh in the caller? I don't know. That's this. That's like. The second year in a row, I hear people tell me from scrims that Jesha looks like he hasn't played Overwatch in the offseason. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that, that, that doesn't necessarily need to be true. Maybe he's just someone that gets a lot of value out of coaching. And when the coaches are doing something else, he obviously has no access to them or something like this. Sure, you know, sure. like there are many different reasons, but he just looks very. Very unfortunate in scrims uh, before this season, most of the time. And um, that's that's an interesting one, especially because I think that his um, uh, position isn't at all set as a starter. Yeah. Um, I think that... That was going to be my question, right? Is Does does he start over Marvel? Because you, you, you would assume so. I think just by name, One right? Assume, just, by, yeah. just by name, just by where you came from, your championship. Yeah, totally. uh, you've got a you've got a ring, right? You've got a ring on your finger. Mm-hmm. You're, uh, you know, part of. But you know, Marvel. I've uh, Joe. I know you've liked Marvel for a long time. Yeah, I, I've. <laughs> as weird as it is, you know, he came from China. Didn't really impress me. He was on a, a, a roster of complete all stars. And him and Michelle both were were kind of lower on my my rankings on that specific team, being Lucky Future Zenith. Um, good players, but just never really stood out on the Soul Dynasty. They've completely stood out. Um, if I remember correctly, Marvel was their was he not their Sigma in playoffs? Am I misremembering that? Mm, that's a good question. I mean, Chad will correct me. Chad. I want to say 
I, I could be wrong. Why do I think that it was Marvel playing Sigma? Either way, he was. Okay, good. If they could get this to work, right? If if we know that Marvel has a good Sigma, we've heard that that Gesture also has a good Sigma. Um, I believe that was said before the the playoffs as well. Um, both of those players can play Arisa. So I think if they could get this to work, they have a very interesting like double main tank lineup that they could run, especially with this first meta that we're kind of going into with like that still looks like it's going to be Arisa Sigma. That could be interesting. That could be really strong. I just don't see how well I I it's not that I can't see a like a reality where that works, but I think there's gonna have to be a lot of effort put into that to let's, get everybody on the same page. Let's just go back to no hero limit and let them both play Sigma. <laughs> just double Sigma. I don't know how double does sigma that how does be. that sound for no hero limit? How do you even oh man, I don't, uh, I don't even try to balance that. Yeah, no. Can't. That's <laughs> you, no. you can't. I mean, overall though, I, I they at least have some depth now in in the support. Totally. Fine for Soul. So that's great, right? You've got that there, but Ocean, you know, is I don't I don't know if I would say a, a leader, but he has been known to shot call. That's uh really solid. Um I don't know. Sol I think probably a solid pickup depending on how much they paid for him. And I think that's the biggest thing with these exiting London Spitfire players is yep. sure they've got, you know, they, they probably are getting pretty large offers considering where they've come from in season totally. one and apex. But, uh, are they, uh, you know, how much are, how much are teams paying for them? Yeah. I wonder I think Gesture and Profit 100% buyout and probably maybe something with Glissa as well. The late announcement of Bodosa makes me wonder, and again, caveat, I don't know anything of this, but it makes me wonder if they just waited for him to be a free agent and then picked him up when it's possible. Uh, everybody was already done. Yeah. Could be. Yeah. I don't, and I also don't know. I haven't heard anything about Bodosian <clears throat> having like, uh, personality issues in the sense of like i think we know gesture was pretty uh pretty adamant about his buyout right um sure. or not his buyout but his his contract uh mm. so i like i don't know if that's the same for bedotion at not or or not at all if he's just like i just want to play on a team that competes um would love to be a fly on the wall there eh Oh, totally. Like, yeah. I, it, it's hard to pinpoint who who are the problem children. All we know is that there were problem children. And until we can really sniff out who might be the, you know, the one who poked the bear. I think everybody kind of has to hold that that L, you know, with mentioning that, of course, their head coach is now the same guy that yep. led them to the season victory. Maybe they like Chengun, Chengun, Chengun. Yeah. Um, know something about handling these guys that others couldn't. Um, handling maybe doesn't really have to mean that you impose your will upon them, but you just know how to balance these personalities so they yeah. have a working relationship. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I'm. I. I don't think Soul will like underperform at the end of the season, but I think they'll just be right. Like this is a lateral move. And I think they've spent, if I had to guess, I think they've spent a lot of money there to move nowhere. 
are going to be exactly where they are. They could just pop off and win the season, or they could just like bomb out before playoffs and finish eighth again. If there's anything I would describe about the Soul Dynasty, it's not quite living up to expectations, totally. but not totally, totally underperforming to the level of like, uh, I don't know, Paris Eternal last year, I think really totally. underperformed. Um, yeah. You know, Florida Mayhem probably just overall. Yeah. So they just haven't been there. They've just been kind of like, yep, they're good enough to like not be talked about as bad but not good enough to be talked about as good, especially mm-hmm. considering the players you have on the roster. It's it just doesn't make sense, but we're going to see. We'll, we'll get to them. We'll get to them. We're going to see. Uh, Yiska, I do believe you had something <laughs> that you wanted to get off your chest because uh, Reddit <laughs> continuously just reads the headlines and doesn't watch the clip. So the let's, is- let's give them another clip to uh, not... <laughs> actually watch i will even say that i think i think ford clipped it and i i felt like that headline was even not even that unfair i think that summarized it but somehow it still got into like speculation like like as if only three teams were the ones uh flying economy when i when i said like it was before Crouch. I read that comment. Can I was we, just like, "Sorry, I don't want to interrupt you." But can we rewind a little bit about the comment? So, what you sure. had essentially said on the show was that there are um, some teams who I, I I don't want to put words in your mouth. Like, just mm-hmm. just resummarize what you said for those who haven't seen okay. the episode with Mineral. Okay, I said based on the comments that I had seen before Crouch, uh, I reached out to three teams. Just like to briefly ask, are you flying economy this season? This is like, I'm literally getting messages in on while Crouch is going on, going like, yes, yes, yes. Later on, I ask around more. It seems like that's the standard. There are few exceptions in terms of what the players negotiated. And I personally thought that was pretty much a given that we are flying, that, that the players would be flying economy. And in my mind, I was making an interesting point in saying that someone had negotiated a new contract clause for themselves that allowed them to fly business class. That was, in my mind, that was the news. And me saying that three teams are flying economy was just something like, okay, here's like a, an anecdotal evidence of that being the case for all of them. Mm. And... I just briefly researched this based on the comment I read that people were confused by this. I think it was pretty like, have you guys looked at the prices for business class flights? It's ridiculous. I mean, like I'll come in and say I kind of going into travel, like being pitched the idea of Overwatch League in 2016, you know, traveling all across the globe. I'm like, of course they're going to fly business. They're going to have like some sort of deal with something with someone Mm. that they're going to be able to, to offset the cost of travel. And that obviously hasn't happened. I, it, I guess it's never really crossed my mind. I just kind of assumed like that was going to be a thing, something, something business, you know, you get some sort of deal. I have no idea. Um, shows how naive I am. Uh, I, I think it will be a little rough on players, but there again, like, we've been saying for how many months now that travel was going to be pretty arduous. 
no matter how which way you put it, no matter you get an extra pillow and two inches of more leg room or yeah. or what. It's just travel. Travel sucks and it's not good for people and it's going to be hard regardless. The the point that uh, Mike Schwartz, the GM of uh, Valiant, made on Twitter is actually very true. Like the value, of course. Okay, first off, yes, it would be easy on the place to fly business. The money that you need in order to upgrade could be better spent elsewhere. And the value that you could create in terms of better practice environments, maybe uh, at the venues, be better hotels at the venues, especially if you have longer stays or something like this, this is way more valuable than a flight, yeah. right? So um, with that in mind, I, I feel like, of course, it's going to be rough. Of course, also economy is not economy. It depends on the airline. It depends on totally. There's, yeah. there's like economy, like <laughs> flying spirit, spirit economy, economy, adult economy, very different. Yeah, let me tell you, as a person who's never flied, because yeah, then you then you like differentiate. Be like, I flew from Minnesota to Texas on mm -hmm. Delta economy is very different than I flew eighteen hours intercontinentally from uh you know from Texas to. Guangzhou, right? right? Like yeah. you're just, it, it's totally different. And I, I think the thing that I found most amusing was everybody's anecdotal evidence about economy and how it wears <laughs> on, on, on an athlete. And I was just like, you don't know, like, listen, I've, I've flown internationally like four times. So I'm not saying I have the largest, uh, the, the biggest sample size here. And I'm not trying to say that a, business class isn't better than economy. I just think that people really overemphasized their domestic flights on uh, discount airlines as that's what economy is. And, uh, yeah, it was something 100%. else. And then we got a couple like moral arguments. It was just like, how, how privileged of you to be able to argue about your, you know, your, your, the the price of your tickets and i'm just like whoa multi-million dollar league can't somehow, afford business class is my favorite one yeah somehow i don't think that's what he was trying to say but do, do they understand that if you were to fly around everyone involved in the overwatch league in 2020 on business flights and i even saw one comment saying first you could buy a new Overwatch franchise, like yeah. <laughs> at least in in the beginning of. The well, league. yeah, I mean, I, mean uh, I don't know, money. and it, it is a lot of money. But and again, this I think, and I don't know the size and the amounts, but like, you know, a lot of companies just negotiate like flights and rates for that. So if you can buy, sure. if they can hit a certain threshold of the number of bus business class mm. flights, the number of flights overall. There is a world in which, you know, you hit this point of diminishing returns and, you know, it, it's obviously still more expensive than economy, but uh, that guaranteed cash to the airline is worth more than the like uh, one off seat. Right. And that's why totally. companies negotiate that way. So and, and we don't know, like, I don't say we don't know. I don't know what that threshold is and how that's all negotiated. I just know that that's also something that exists in the sense that if a team were to pursue business class for their whole team, uh, it's not the same as just like one upping, sure. Uh, yeah, sure. you know, six or 12 individual business class flights times 28 or whatever. 
And like that's that that would be poor napkin math to say the least. Mm. Yes. Totally. Uh, but uh, Fredino asks, "Do you know how much private jets cost?" Uh, Yiska says three to ninety million. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. like, "Wait, couldn't the Valiant maybe like get packing to fly the private jet?" And in my mind, like they're saving on the labor cost of labor. That would I'm like take, Googling. I'm like, I'm a dumbass. That would like, take to Vic level driving the bus <laughs> to the next level. <laughs> <laughs> you, you have your coach flying the plane. They they could afford the plane, but not the pilot. Oh my it's, god! It's, it's really just a shame that we don't have businessmen like Alakis anymore in the Overwatch League that could just like get jet, uh, jet companies uh, sponsorships in 2017 with a contenders team. Yeah, but th- they didn't fly him anywhere, right? The jet company just like paid for a sponsorship, right? It wasn't I, like they got a plane. Uh, supposedly more but it like they said okay this is hilarious by the way like i I know the guy that wrote the article um and it's kind of hilarious how he ate that up like (laughs) it was like a half a million dollar deal in jet smart that's like the uh uber of jets (laughs) and it's an app and it's like yeah so they got miles yeah pretty much okay (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like they, they also got some some mon- monetary compensations allegedly but come mm. on like it definitely like listening to what alex says is not a good idea when trying to find out the truth so yeah, yeah. uh um, no real talk you know somebody mentioned it in chat you know we were just talking about soul soul needs to get on that gin air money you know Generic glad planes. You just got to steal before London grabs it because they've already they've already got like the tie-in. They've got the, the little the little glad plane flyer that they hand they were handing out at the uh, season one finals. So that's gonna be uh that's the future. I think it's a travesty to call your name the Spitfire and not actually have every single player licensed to fly a plane. So many Honorary other things. Licenses. Call them the London Big Clocks or something. I don't care. Uh, the, London yes. Fer- the London Ferris wheels. They don't have to be Spitfire mm. if they can't fly a plane. Jeez. Not gonna lie, I felt kind of offended as a German by the name when it was given to them. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what is that with you in World War Two, man? <laughs> I don't know. That's true. I, I'm it's done. kind of a big deal, you know? Like that shit happened to you, Joe. I, to- I, I that's true that's very true you can you cannot make a christmas dinner without hearing the the bomb shelter memes really <laughs> yeah actually yeah this is so awkward for me right now that's, oh god <laughs> yeah i just that's rough keep in mind we're talking about the people that were like five years old at the time yeah of course all all victims okay so we don't get this in the okay. in the wrong direction. Why do you always take when I let the show just run a little loose? You know, like I'm going to keep. I'm not going to. I'm going to let the show go off the rail a little bit. People say, "Kick tripod, let the show go off the rail a little bit." We get to world. Yeah, War this II. is where it goes. This is this is why we run a tight <laughs> ship here. On you give me a little couch. rope, a little rope, and a little rope, and then I hung us all of us with it. Just, yeah, like, just <laughs> gradually, you're like a boa yeah. constrictor. You start petting it, and next thing you know, it's just around your neck. Uh, yeah. <laughs> be like, oh, look at him! He wants to hang on my shoulders, and like, oh, I'm suffocating <laughs> and dying. All like, right, look how cute he is. You're Power welcome, Reddit. Rankings. 
Power yeah. rankings. Power rankings. We're going to do our 15 to 11 power rankings a little bit differently. Uh, because um, I'm not going to spoil why, but we're actually going to tackle it team by team for 15 to 11. And the reason why is because uh, that's what I decided to do. And you aren't on the show. You didn't make the graphics, so you don't get to say anything about it. But in all truthfulness, uh, just make more sense for these rankings, and maybe we'll keep doing it if people like it this way. Uh, We're going to kind of tackle it team by team rather than space by space. Um, that's going to be it. If you haven't seen our 20 to 16, I posted the, uh, I'll post it again in chat. It's also episode 67 and, um, yeah. All right. You guys ready to do power rankings? 15 to 11 rounding out the bottom 10 today. Who are the 10 worst teams in overwatch league? Potentially. Um, I'm going to go first and say the Washington justice. And here's, here's, here's why this is the only one there because you guys put them in your bottom five. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm going to be honest with you. I wrote out my, my 15 to 11 and didn't have the justice in them. And that's what caused the big kerfuffle today of uh. me being 15 minutes late is because I was looking at it and I was kind of going through it. And I'm like, I didn't rate the Washington justice. What the hell? Would Where you are have they? had them in their bottom five? I I mean, no, I'm still happy with my bottom five. Okay. But I I just kind of kept going 15, 14, 13, 12, 11. I, I honestly, even to this day, I'm not confident about who makes it into the top 10. Mm. And that was really tough for me. And I think Yiska and I might have come to the same decision. We'll talk about that later. Uh, mm-hmm. But... Yeah, so I, we, we've already talked a ton about the justice. Nobody wants to hear my take on, on why I think that they're a slightly below or above bottom five team. Let me, They've got to be making this. moves, though. Yeah, let me say this. I think they are making moves. And um, Eric and I have a piece coming out on travel tomorrow. And I got to say that their situation is actually even better than I thought it would, was. Oh, yeah once again, uh, sort of contributing to the fact that they are advantaged, of course, like uh, you cannot say advantaged by the system when they are the ones taking the burden of five homestands. That's they did that, right? Like they the organization definitely uh, earned that. So Mm. um, I think that's, yeah, Justice is one of the teams I don't feel quite as secure in having them where they are. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a big that I think that is bigger than a lot of people are expecting, and that could shift them a lot higher, especially early on. What's a lot or, higher? Um, I guess it kind of depends like on a exactly playoff contender a lot higher or like a no, top no, 10. no, 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 no. I think like maybe play-ins, like play-ins. they could sneak into play-ins just for the simple fact that like they haven't had to travel, so they're going to be a little bit more fresh come the end of the season. Yeah, and yeah. they might be able to like squeak in like Valiant Chengdu last season. It might be that kind of of a race, but as of right now, it's it's tough to say with how strong the roster looks, but that's definitely like a big like selling factor for this team. Like don't don't underrate that. I think that's going to be a big a big like boon for them. It's yeah. also if you think about it, okay, we don't know how the PTR meta will impact the the meta in general uh, or the PTR changes. Um, do you think do you think that changes anything real fast? 
I don't know. I was. I saw never that patch and was like completely that. just like next. I don't we, care. We actually haven't discussed the patch, so like mm. at least if we're gonna talk about it, let's give the high level overview. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was kind of just a throwaway, but um, just real fast TLDR, like uh, May slow got reduced uh, like at the start and at the end by like a couple percent. Doomfist got his uppercut recovery increased, so it's it's a slight nerf. Um, Hanzo's projectile speed got increased a little bit or, or decreased a little bit, so it's a little bit slower. Like Small very, yeah. Yeah, Baptiste got a significant nerf on his... Um, on his lamp, the immortality, yep. immortality field, I think the uh, cooldown got increased. Uh, amplification matrix uh, ultimate uh, got increased in how much alt charge you need to use it. Um, outside of that, it, it uh, Diva Booster. Of, Diva Booster, yes, of course. Um, that one, that one's reduced. the most interesting. That yes, map, from five second cooldown to three, three second cooldown, I think. Yeah. That yeah. is actually massive, especially yes. like with, with these. Raw, it's not new tech. It's it really isn't. But like you can't shoot when you're like on a on a slope. Yeah, and, it and you can slow down your fall. And effectively, that actually diva I think is now a Farrah counter. Yeah, in on many maps like Lijian comes it comes to mind. Mm -hmm. Like, um, so we'll see about that. But generally but speak, speaking, to on the Washington Justice. Yes, if that was meta. They are once again locking into the best meta this roster could play. Yeah. Well, I think that's the thing, right? And I think that's why I, I took boss or not Boston. <laughs> Lol. Uh, I took justice <laughs> kind of out of my bottom five as I do think that uh, whether, whether I like it or not, if I had to make a bet on the meta, I, I have a feeling that this team is going to fall into it. Mm. favorably I, I don't think favorably enough to be like you know like a consistent you know top six top eight sure but totally totally a team that you know is gonna you know finish high at least one stage and all you really need is one stage one stage performance is going to be the difference between a bottom five and a playing team just like last year um, obviously we don't have stages, but like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Patches. Yes. It's, get, it's still hard get... to like remove yourself from the, the, the nice yeah. neat box of a stage and a stage, you know, the first half or the first quarter of the season. Yeah, totally. If you, if you can have a good quarter, like you're, yeah. you're not going to be, you have a good run. Yeah. Yep. And especially with a team that is as favored as, um, Washington, as far as like, uh, homestands and stuff goes. So totally, uh, totally. We, you know, whatever. I don't want to spend too much time on justice because we discussed mm -hmm. them pretty at length here. And I'm yes. honestly two spots away from you guys yeah. and, and where yeah. we're putting them. Instead, what we're going to talk about next is who both Yiska and Joe have put at the number 15 slot, the London Spitfire. I put them in at 16. Uh, so not far off mm -hmm. here, but I put them in my bottom five. Uh, mm -hmm. But here they are. Why why is this team sneaking out of that bottom five for you? I mean, we kind of highlight we we kind of hinted at it at the start of the show. Um, you know, this is a team that has had consistency issues, and I really put a lot of stock in the fact that they kind of redid the whole system. They started at the top and said, Cool, who are we gonna sign as a head coach? We're gonna get a former, you know, coach. He's gonna have control of the roster. He signs, you know, his assistants, he signs the roster, he has full autonomy on I, you know, in theory, he has full autonomy on what this roster looks like. And I, you know, 
I like that structure rather than taking two teams, throwing them together, and then you know try to coach that mess of you know two basic you know basically champions. Um, so I put a lot of stock in that. That's why I put them above the justice personally. And they have some 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 gems on here that I think people are not uh, rating properly. Some overly uh, overly so, and some underly so. Mm-hmm. Yusuke, what about you? Anything to add to the... I mean, London is... I mean, this is a team, right? Who is... I mean, I don't want to keep, like, hammering a dead nail. That's not a... Kicking a dead horse. Kicking a dead horse or whatever. But this is a team who, you know, I think exceeded... Not exceeded expectations in season one. Like, they were expected to do well. But considering how poorly they did, (laughs) they exceeded expectations by actually winning Mm -hmm. it all. And then, obviously, in season two, it was significantly worse. Now, here we are, almost an entirely new... Let's pull up the London Spitfire here on the the handy-dandy Eric sheet here. This is a team that is, you know, you've got Krillin. Completely, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Krillin. doesn't matter. Yeah. That doesn't define the team. Uh, But yes, right, it's it's essentially a brand new team. So is this and I think this is one of the few teams that we've seen that has rebuilt and gone significantly down, right? Um in terms of power rankings? Yeah. Significantly down probably. Yes. I don't I can't think of another team. Valiant maybe. Oh yeah, yeah Valiant. Valiant is- would be a good like good shot for the other. Yeah. yeah. Um it's uh, like I, I think that team actually. I will, I will say I was nuts when I started doing power rankings, and then I passed around and tried to inform my opinion, especially on the players that wasn't so uh, or didn't know much about, mm. and I had to course correct often. Um, it's also probably because like Glister for me is such a shining rookie. And it's very easy to overrate uh, him in that position. It's just, <laughs> I mean, this game is not carried by DPS players um, in every meta. So you cannot really see, say um, how impactful that will be. And the rest of the roster is just such an unknown. The only thing that the upside is why I put them above the bottom teams. Um, and I do still feel secure in is because I think that their coaching staff has something to be said about them in terms mm-hmm. of like having a long history of building elite teams um, from LW Red to the LW Blue to and then for Pavani specifically uh, New York Excelsior. Um, I think there's some credit that should be given there. Yep. Um, they started it screaming early. Um, oh, did they? It's not, it's not looking pretty. Uh, sure, of course. Makes sense. But you wouldn't expect that, right? We're going back to the core four. Uh takes three months to come close to peak performance. So um I think this team will be something to look at. I I would need to see if their later season schedule is advantageous in terms of strength of schedule. Mm-hmm. Um if it was, I think that team has a chance to find itself the longer it goes on. And then if the schedule is a little bit favorable to them, I think we will see them do fairly poorly in the start and then do better 
uh, as the season, season progresses. I think yeah, I'm I'm jazzed to see these rookies. Like these aren't names that we've seen, you know, running around in contenders all that often. So like these are these are like real rookies that like haven't yeah. been playing. All I mean, that well, yeah, Bernard, right? Who? Uh, yeah, of course. You know, I think I think I probably I think People I underrated. Know. Yeah, um, I, I I did a bunch more research on Bernard in the past. Bernard's sick three weeks and I'm just kind of like, Oh yeah, maybe. But I, st- I, I don't know. I still feel, I look at this team and I just go like, I, I don't doubt that there's a ceiling there that we probably aren't accurately like finding, but it's tough to judge like, though. Yeah. I, every time I tried to put them higher, I, they just keep getting kicked out by these other known entities. And I'm just, yep. I am risk averse. If you will. So, I mean, that's, that's, that's the game. You know, if, if you want like, a solid power ranking then you know you, the more questions then the the more likely then that team's going to be you know uh underperforming you know you have you know their last what the last four signings baybell aldo jihoon and celestin complete just unknowns basically unless you're like in the trenches in korea like these are these aren't players that are completely jump off the page so they're they're kind of unknown quantities so i'm i'm interested to see exactly what they bring to the table how they're going to use them if at all i mean they brought krillin in what uh end of season one was that am i remembering that correctly yeah towards the end of season one if not going into season two wasn't used pretty much at all in season two and what you know where do we go from here with him like it it, it's a roster to keep your eye on glister is definitely going to be somebody that people are going to be talking about meta you know permitting not to say that he's you know meta adverse but you know like yes i said there are there are dp like there are uh, meta games even within rollock that aren't going to be super favorable to 222 so yeah we'll see we'll see Bless you. I just I you barely just got barely to the cough that. button in time. Uh, <laughs> I was like, the jet engine. <laughs> oh my god. Oh yeah. You want to move on? Sure. sure. Let's move on. Let's talk about this next team. It's the Toronto Defiant. Again, Baroy is gonna be on the show this Sunday. So make sure to tune into that. And then we will I will at least bump him up like three, four spots in my power rankings right. after that conversation. Uh, so both Joe and I have the defiant at 14. Yiska puts the defiant at 13. Uh, Yiska, you put him slightly above, uh, where Joe and I are put him. Why, why the skip here? Why do you, why do you think you favor them slightly higher than us? I don't quite, uh, have the pictures in mind. What, which team would be worse that you didn't judge to be worse? Um, but I will say, I think the Defiant um, are just solid. You know, like, they like, I agree. I think they could, could be worse than this. This is yeah. just a likely placement for me. Yep. Um, I think they have good pieces. Um, I think they might only, like, the, the pickup of Beast Halo is a little bit strange to me, totally. especially because he doesn't have a backup. Um, and their travel schedule doesn't allow for one that well. So um, I'm mildly concerned about that. Um, but other than that, yeah, I, I think it, it honestly, it's much more likely that they will finish lower than higher. 
but on mm-hmm. uh, then 13. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't like I and I've said this before. I said this basically as soon as they locked in the roster that this is a team that's going to sell a lot of jerseys and a lot of people are going to overvalue simply because they love the names on this roster. And from mm-hmm. that perspective and from a team um you know that's kind of built for home stands, I think that this is, you know, a, a really fine roster. But I think that there's only two players that I actually trust to put up decent performances, and that's sure foreign agilities. Like, you've got yeah. Beast, right, who's 19, given. Um, I think he he's the biggest question mark, right? And he's the only person, if I pull up the, the Magic spreadsheet again, um, Toronto Defiant, Beast, they, they don't have any depth at tank right now. And obviously we're yep. going to ask Baroy, like, can we expect anything else here? They have no depth there. That's a huge risk to be putting on a 19-year-old player, given he was, you know, he's coming from Fusion University, which is a team that, you know, has won and won and won, but he's been playing with excellent players. Alarm, who are you? Bernard, like, these are really great, excellent players. I'm not saying that Beast was dragging them down, but when you mm. watch that team, you weren't like, yeah, but Beast Halo, bro. Like, yeah. So you've got that there. I don't love that main tank pick. Um, but I was I was actually thinking about it. Like, who do I replace with Beast, right? Considering that <laughs> yeah, you probably a, a want one. you want at least a bilingual tank, but probably a Western tank. So you've got Fraggy, 29. I don't think Fraggy is coming back. Fact fiction, 26. Uh, Numlocks at 26, Sherrick maybe, but they just let him go. So, like, obviously, I don't think Sherrick's coming back. Yeah. Janice was somebody who was like, would it be interesting no. if we had Janice in here? I don't think so. They would probably sell some jerseys <laughs> no. again. Uh, it, it, Beast is probably the right, yeah. the right tank pick, right? It's, Even it's, if he's like middle of the pack, I think it's it's the the role that has the least talent development in it, and it's it's probably the thinnest role in terms of talent. So it's like. If you had like a budget breakdown, you want to be spending, I think, all of your budget in, in creating or, or signing a, you know, all star solid main tank is beast that character. We don't know. He hasn't played in a very long time. But even if, you know, worst case scenario, he's like middle of the pack. I think that's fine for this roster. I, I don't but, think they're like wait, wait, wait. For the stars with it. Joe, you, you tell me that he could like, I think I, my mind would be blown if he was middle of the pack. You don't think for, it's a possibility? For starting no. tanks, me too. Really? If, if you no. include the non-starting tanks, I think he's middle of the pack. Yeah, sure. No, starting But tank. starting yeah. tanks, yeah, he's got to be tanks. bottom six. Uh, he's got to be bottom six. Something uh, like this. It, yeah. my, 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 the saving grace to, to my argument is that we just haven't seen him, right? Um, if we saw That's him, optimism. then I'd be able to That's say... That's just optimism. Yeah, we didn't see him because Chonksik played in, ahead of him. Like, man, that's that doesn't inspire confidence. It's yeah, of course we cannot say a lot, and we can only talk about the things that uh, that we do know. Mm-hmm. I think it's encouraging that he is one of the uh, louder voices on the team in Corms, as uh, as talked about by Logics in in the clip. Um, but yeah, it, my mind would be blown. I I think like. There are so many middle of the pack team tanks that I would clearly project to be over him, and I, I don't even think 
Bang Tech is that weak this season. You don't think so? No. Mm. Like, it doesn't feel like there are many strong main tanks other than Bumper, like, outside the league, right? Yeah, that's why I think it's, like, a thin... Like, it's hard to be able to sign, like, a good main tank. Okay, it's hard. So it's just thin. There are not 20 players in the world that could have elite aspirations, you're saying? Yeah. No, like, I, I don't think there's, like... A ton of just star talent. Like if we I mean, if we were judging have elite each, aspirations, but of course, sure. of course, I, I I just don't think they have so like elite potential. Totally, yeah. Um, like if we were to judge like support DPS tank, like on who has like the like the the the, the depth of talent, I think tank's probably the lowest. Low supply would be a good way to put it. Thank you, Eric. Um, yeah, it, it's it's probably where I'd be putting a lot of my budget personally is main tank and then you know a a a, a star DPS. I would still you know. love to see depth there, and honestly, I would go like the NFL route where you know you have this young quarterback who's carrying your franchise, and then you, uh, you bring in some old forty-year-old geezer who's been in the league for eighteen years and just you know has like that veteran presence and whatever. And like I think you could do that with a lot of different main tanks and never actually have to play them. But I'm, I'm worried about how beast halo is going to, or beast, sorry, is going to grow in the role. I'm worried totally. about his ability to, you know, if we do get another meta that's initiated by a main tank, can he, can he perform at that? I don't know if he can. And the lack of depth there, I think is really concerning. And um, totally. Yeah, I, I, I think I stick to my guns that I said, you know, pre-power rankings. Like, I wanted to see teams build out, like, a main tank stable, like a bullpen, where you're either having depth at main tank or you're building up somebody who's, like, on a two-way in your contender's team that, like, has some serious, you know, oomph to him. Sure. That's just either underage, this, that, the other thing. You know, we, we've got um, Paris Academy, you know, in the news signing muse somebody who i'm very very high on mag still on the table over in runaway in korea like there are some like talented main tanks that are underage that people haven't necessarily pulled the trigger and obviously muse has been but mag is probably the big one that everybody's like where is he gonna go where is he gonna go hasn't gone anywhere yet so i i think that's probably a misplay but i i agree like we don't know exactly what we're gonna get from beast i'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt and say because we haven't seen him i'm not gonna like knock him i'm not going to knock the team for signing him definitely leaves leaves open a question but i will say that like 14 and 13 were very tough and 13 made moves to put them over but i had my 13th at 14 at one point yeah fair and honestly i think that like 15 to or 14 to 11 i think were maybe the hardest i i think you know i think we've done it in a really good way where each five of these chunks can be very interchangeable. Yeah. Like I could see 15 being at 11. I can see 11 being at 15. It's a whole tier. It's just, <clears throat> can we, can we talk it's, about it's a game inches? Can we talk about the support line though? I mean, we, you've got Kareev who roll star, by the way, roll, roll star. Uh, I, I would say at least you, I think you kind of know what to expect from Kareev. I think at yeah. least, but I would say Two that sleep starts the season. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> Playing DPS. They are very good though. Uh, <laughs> Those are some are. excellent sleep dots. So, uh, but you know, Kel I think Kellex for me is one of 
like super underwhelming. I think he was underwhelming really? in Boston. I think he he actually played really well in World Cup, which I thought was like refreshing. But mm. uh, I, th- I think I don't. Know. I, I think thought he was just in like the, the Boston waiting room last season <laughs> <laughs> for what he did play. I don't know. Man. So I, I just I think people got sold a small like. I, I think there was problems in Boston that were pretty pretty apparent if you just kind of pay attention to their support line. Like, Aimgod and Kalex never played together. Why is that? I don't know. You tell me. I think from that, I'm going to speculate and say there was some, some, you know, some drama behind the scenes. Could be. I have no idea. You know, I have my... I have my ways to, to think about teams. I said what I said about Houston last season. Um, I think there was there was some problems. That's why you didn't necessarily see him perform all that well. You saw him at World Cup perform very well. I think he's going to be a, a solid main support. I don't think he's going to like blow anybody's pants off, but I, I don't think he'll be as underwhelming as people um, expect. Him I don't to. agree. I, I'm, That's not, I'm, not, I'm not on the Calix bandwagon at all. At all. I don't think he's going to carry. I don't think he's like top five by any means, but I don't think he'll no. be like a detriment. But I, I don't would, think I would be a say his his you know his height is thirteen, like this team. I mean, yeah, I don't, I, I, I don't think I bottom third. Uh, he's a bottom third main support. Yeah, yeah. I think what we will observe anyway, um, due to many factors, is a convergence towards the middle. I think totally. we'll not have as many terrible, like super bad. Like zero wins, zero to six wins. Hopefully, anymore. Um, and I think we will not have as many uh, clearly playoff level teams. Um, Just like kind of good, are, right? I mean, me- for you means- parity loving Americans, yeah, you socialists. <laughs> I just, I just want to see like decent competition. How many times did we? No, not even we. You, Yiska, complain about how many bad matches there were last year. I mean, that's due to the tournament format. But I love a good stomping. Do you? I mean, I I love a good stomping too. But I mean, what? Like, I'm. This is probably slightly over, but fifty percent of the games being a complete stomping. You know, like that was last season. Nobody, nobody if enjoys what we get weeks. this season is just a lot of close games. As long as the gameplay isn't clearly mediocre, that's my that's the concern. That's though. the yes, that's the worry. I would agree with that. With with how much travel we assume is going to impact things, and, and we've but talked about this. The you know, worry behind. even in season two, right? We 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 discussed it multiple times about how one third of the contenders teams are better than the Overwatch League teams. Sure. Mm-hmm. So I mean. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's only it's only here. getting harder to be a professional in this game. Like it's it's very difficult to be at the top. It's getting harder to not top. get flamed on tactical crouch if you don't play well. I think is what I'm yeah, hearing. Sure, Yiska's coming. Yeah. Yiska's coming for you. Can yeah. we also talk about though the the DPS because I think. I mean, I, I think Surefor, I think, has proven himself at least to to be able to perform and stay yeah. relevant. But obviously, Logic <laughs> is an Logic's is an incredibly emotional and uh, very rocky player. I would say um, totally. 
I don't know how a player like that stays ready, game ready in the zone when he's traveling now. I don't think that probably helps his case. Nope. Uh, To be fair. Mangachu's two-way, so we don't know how much we expect to see him. To be fair, Mm -hmm. go ahead. To be fair, I feel like Logic's just like... Just step from one mess into the next, and... Mm -hmm. He isn't the reason why masses happen. I don't think. Uh, th- he also isn't the one that resolves them. So no. it's sh- sort of shaken by the seas. And I think as, as, as if this, if he ever gets into a stable team, then he uh, his uh, performance will stabilize too. Totally waiting to see I it. Agree. Mm-hmm. Waiting to see it. I mean, I don't, I don't know, man. I, 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 I don't think I agree. I don't think I agree. I just think, I think that that's a great sounding sentiment, but I feel like, true. No, that's totally fair at this point in his career. It's been yeah, it's been that. years. Yes. It's been yeah, it's years, fair. and uh, I want him to, and I don't think we're getting Tracer back. So uh, <laughs> maybe we are. So. You know, like, I don't know what to expect from him. I think it's a good thing. This is where they have the depth, though. Right? Um, Mm -hmm. You know, especially with Mangachu as a two-way. Like, if they actually need it. Agilities, I think, is going to be fine. But, um, I don't know, man. This kind (laughs) of seems like Surefour's team. Oh, yeah, 100%. This is what it seems like. This is Surefour and Defiant. Yes. Uh, fair call out by uh, former coach of Logics. Um, Dream and Chad Dream saying. saying that he disagrees that um, Logics is overly emotional and that he was generally mega professional and focused and calm the entire time he coached him. Yeah, I like it. It's hard to, I'm not sure how, how much fluctuation Bono rethink it he had. He, of course, he, he didn't play the entire time in his former teams. Totally. Uh, we know Mayhem wasn't a great environment at the time with all the rider stuff and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, last season, I think he had his moments, right? Like, I, I don't know what, the thing I what, think with- what, yeah, what kind of consistency you can expect from someone on a bottom team. Yes, I think that's... He is not Corey. Let's say that. Be, well, he can be. That's the thing. It's it's consistency with logics. As if we well, that's what he's saying. He's saying Corey was consistent, consistent even on a poorly performing team. at least exactly. on DP, DPS. Uh, yeah, not yeah. on and Zarya. Saying, not on Zarya. Right, not on Zarya. I, I, I'm, what I'm saying is that like you can impactful. you can get the same impact with logics, but just in in waves. Corey's completely the more consistent one, but logics can meet him on any given day. It's just kind of a dice roll. And I just think he meets him at the wrong time. And that's what makes logic so volatile. It's like, yes, he has these highs, but it's not when stakes are high. It's not when they need him to be the clutch. It's mm-hmm. when they're, you know, they're either, you know, having a good round. They're already, you know, they maybe had a couple good uh, series of games or whatever. And logics is on. And we're probably a little chicken in the egg there on, does Logic's playing good make the team play better, or is the sure. team playing well enable Logic's to be able to? Yes. Truth is, is probably a lot Simple of both. Simple as well. 
but mm-hmm. the 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 fact remains still is that um he just hasn't shown the consistency in performance and dream may be right i may have said over emotional and maybe it was you know I, i'm i'm thinking more of like slugging percentage of when when the viewpoint is on him when it's on him to make a play we don't see it and uh that's that's where i go i don't i don't get it here mm-hmm. um makes sense but yeah, yeah i think uh you know we we haven't talked a ton about agilities but i mean i, I think <sighs> it's so hard for me to talk much. about him yeah it's i don't think he'll i think he's like a poster child of the team i don't think he'll be like a star like maybe farah seeing a good amount of play as hanzo like wasn't all that great in season one if i remember correctly but that was on like a a a weak patch like you know coming into a brand new patch like maybe there was you know uh a a transitional difficulty you know didn't pick it up the team wasn't on the same page with it it's i don't know he's never really impressed me all that much i i really don't see what what people see in him he's this is a player who i'm like doesn't mean expectations that everybody kind of keeps putting on him and could be like towards the bottom bottom half of the league it's it's sometimes very interesting like i wonder how much that's the case with him and Mm -hmm. caveat i have no idea uh i know for uh, though that certain players have a an unpredictable draw towards a certain fan base and what i mean I by that about, yeah. is like so for instance mickey brings a huge amount of fans to dallas fuel of course um but that makes sense though like you can under, you can understand like how you might become yeah. a fan of mickey and then cruise with koreans because he totally. you know like apex and like uh um, learning Korean and being in in the Korean um, soloku environment and you know messing with them and having fat YouTube channels mm-hmm. with a lot of Korean followers that happens with agilities it is interestingly China yeah weirdly and enough. I was told that it has something to do with his looks that they just consider like to be quiet attractive or whatever uh Nope. Very weird to me. Um, no, not t- like that. He isn't a good, good-looking kid. Yeah, but no. uh, um, it's interesting how that fandom works that way. And maybe, of course, he's also a Canadian boy, so makes, makes sense, sense there. He's also—I don't think he's like a player that you you expect to not see at all. Right, I think there are certain, definitely scenarios where he will play over the season. If I were to predict, I think it's more like I think we will, will see more of agilities than of Zebiolbi, for instance. You think so? Maybe, yeah. Mm, I think just in I think pure playtime. Not not to bleed into NYXL talk, but I think Zebiolbi because he's so pivotal in that team's communication. I think with 222, he's probably going to see a lot more play. Now that teams are really starting to settle into this and he can have a, a clear like entry into the team, I think, I think they're going to play a lot with Sabi will be personally. 
I don't yeah. I don't know who else the Defiant really have to play. So <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's just short for agility as a yeah. logics, right? Like that's that's the DPS line. Sure, for um, is a constant, and then you rotate depending on the meta and who's yeah. performing. Yes. Yep. It's, and of it's course, Shofu could theoretically play um, both archetypes of heroes. Totally. Depending on the hero. So, we'll see. 100%. Ready for the next one? Let's do sure. it. Joe doesn't get to talk for this one. It's the Florida no. Mayhem. Oh, yeah. Florida Mayhem, I put them at 13. Yiska puts them at 12. So, um... <laughs> Joe, you put them at 17, 18? I believe. I gotta, I gotta remember. Uh, 18. Yes, you put them 18. at 18. Yep. So, uh, Just buy it. Yiska, as much as, you know, Albert tried to sell me. We are, you know, we're, we're a bit higher on Florida Man. I would say Yiska and I in general, I think, are kind of right in the spec for generally where the community is putting them, where I think Joe is probably on the lower end mm-hmm. of that. But the uh, the big changes here um, is the signing of uh, Gangnam Jim and uh, Yaki from Runaway. Yeah. Otherwise, largely the same here. Full Korean, though. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I couldn't rightfully put them lower when you have players like Saya Player and Yaki and Gangnam Jim and, you know, Gargoyle. People have changed my mind on Gargoyle. Uh, I don't know. I just, fate. I mean, come on. Like this. This should be a play-in team. Joe, how is this not a play-in team? I I think you could. I I think you have a a stable roster. So you're not dealing with a mixed roster, which I think is a is a is a positive for this team. But I look at somebody like the Justice and say, okay, if they add people, even even going off of the the team they have now. You have low travel. You have so Florida. As low travel though, five home stands. No, not that. But it's close. It's and in other metrics, it's reasonably comparable as far as I remember. We'll have to look I, at if, it again. If, if that's yeah. if that's fair, okay. Like I I can understand that, but I still think five home stands is is something to be said. I think you could compare a lot to that team, to this team. You travel less. I, I, I'm, I'm not sold on Gargoyle. I'm not sold on Byram. Um, I think there's going to be a battle at who starts at main tank. I do like Yaki. I do like Gangnam Jin. Don't get me wrong. Saya player will have his metas. But we've, we've heard from Albert that BQB is you know playing other things. Okay, but we haven't. I, I need to see that a little bit more before I can... I have, I can, I have an accurate reading on that. I think there's a lot of questions about this team. Historically, they've done very poorly. This could be the season. Again, I, I have this as my team that I could just be getting completely wrong. And I, I'll be very happy if that's true because I've, I've completely shat on the Florida mayhem for, you know, two seasons now. So I'd like to not, but I, I don't see it in this roster. I see there's a lot of holes. I see there's some gems. I think the holes are just too big. Didn't you just say, though, what team did it just say that you don't know and that worked in their favor? We were just talking about it. I can't remember who it was you were Beast. talking about. It was Beast, yeah. Yeah, I, these are all known quantities, though. Beast hasn't played in a year. I've, you just said have, I don't Byron know. Play. You just said I don't know. What do you mean I don't know? What do I not know? 
He said, you I don't, don't know. know. He said, yeah, he said do you know? Don't, you don't know. I mean, if, if, you're gonna, if you're going to cr- critique the argument, what do I, what, what exactly am I not knowing? Oh, wait, he knows. Oh, no, he doesn't. I don't know. I don't. We, we've seen this. Gargoyle misperform. We've seen Byram. He's not great. We've seen BQB. Not solid. We've seen Chris. Not solid. We haven't seen Beast in a year. Those are two completely different arguments. I, I would say it's just it's still unbelievable so. to me that they haven't upgraded from Chris. But uh, intangibles are, are a hell of a drug. Silly drug, my friends. Yeah. And uh, we'll see. Again, could be wrong. I could be very wrong on this. This is this is the team I'm I'm confident that I could be the wrongest on, most wrong, but I don't think so. I think I think that analyst Joe has cashed in his his uh his what are they called the uh, the glass orbs that tell you the future. I think you've My cashed palantiers. in all your 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 analyst orbs on this one, man. I can't, like, what's actually happening is it's just like Joe's just like get behind Chengdu. I have to shove stuff behind Chengdu. <laughs> what could possibly fit here? Uh, it, it's surprising. The more it. the more power rankings come out, I'm I'm just like I don't I don't want to be the China guy, but because I've 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 watched these players, like I, I still think people are just completely underrating them. I I understand the criticisms, but. It's it's pretty tiresome. China. I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> okay. Well, too late, my it, friend. It, it, yeah, it's it's much too late. Yeah. To be fair, I'd probably help perpetuate that a ton. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. I'll take it. All right. Well, outside of being wrong on Florida, or uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I, yeah, I I do agree, Chris. I I wasn't sold on Chris with Albert. Um. Appreciated a ton how he went to bat for him though, but sure. you know I agree on on Chris. I, I I don't think you need to worry about Byram. No, I don't yeah. think you do either. Right, so it's a dead roster spot at that point for me, yeah. which I'm not super happy about. It's a little bit. I of depth. need to see. It's a little bit of depth. Oof. Whatever you, you've got a guy on contract, league minimum. If Byram ever sees playtime, I'm gonna be a little. I'm I'm gonna be a little scared. I'm gonna be like. I don't know. I mean, I don't think that he'll see playtime because some meta change or he starts performing better than Gangnam Jin. But yeah. for somebody who talks about the struggles and challenges of traveling, you don't expect the occasional backup player to be coming in for uh, for a homestand. I don't know. I don't think I agree with that either. I think it's more likely that he will see playtime when Gangnam Jin inevitably joins the Mile High Club and get someone with uh, the flu uh, because he's such a Chad. <laughs> oh, but it's possible. Oh, man. Yeah, no, I, I don't think like that. There are so many that roster. Oh, totally. And that's and so not that's in, that's in, like in not entire. even a portion of like the argument. Like that's that's a very small portion. There's a lot more to what I've been saying about Florida that that goes into that. It's Which not just Byron. We know. We know. <laughs> <sighs> All right. But I know. Next one. I apparently I don't. don't. Next one. Well, you do. Oh, man. Do I? Who knows? Okay. He was better than me last year. Let's not forget that. The Lord. <laughs> it's true. Let me get my clowning in while I still can. Hey, go for it. 
Oh no. Florida Mayhem. Was that 13? Florida Mayhem. I want a Florida Mayhem above or below Chengdu Lord Bet. Another one? I want it 2.0. You think, you think Florida places above or below Chengdu? I mean, Yuska thinks Florida finishes above. Sure. I'm waiting for him to I'm see. I'm not taking that Lord Bet. That's. Oh, okay. Jumping on this so grenade for It's me, not going to be a Lord Bet. <laughs> It's your grenade. So I'm not gonna be. I'm, it's not gonna be a Lord bet, but Yiska, I'm gonna make you a T-shirt with Joe's face on it. That and seems you, like a punishment. Sure. And you're gonna have to wear it two shows a month. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Is that I a, is won't that a bet? Wash it either. You won't. Uh, wash sure. it. Is that a bet? Otherwise, the other one, the other one, if, if Joe, if you lose, can we have the emotes? You get a Yiska. Yeah, it'll be. I want like the Yiska. Yeah, Yiska I'll gladly wear that. That, sounds, that, that looks like a dope shirt. Yeah, I'll take that. Maybe for we sure. should just make them. Maybe we should just I make mean, some shirts. Theoretically, theoretically, you already like cat shirts, so why not Yiskat? Exactly. Yeah, that's true. Dumb All shirts right. are my favorite. <laughs> I think maybe I'll spend some time making a couple of shirts this week just for fun, anyways. Uh, but yeah. Okay, is, so is that a bet? Yeah, I'll take that. Sure, I'll take right. Chengdu so over Florida you are for the sure. Bet maker. I'm not losing another one. <laughs> I'm just like <laughs> witness to the madness. <laughs> All right, so the bet here is that the Florida May Yeska says the Florida Mayhem will finish above the Chengdu Hunters for a second season. <sighs> Dream already At thinks you lose. So see. See, now I feel inclined to also say the you just make the same bet again. You want to go Houston? Uh, <laughs> no, Houston and Florida. But uh, I'm not a madman. I'm not going to do the same bet twice. But I'm going to win take it this both year. Of them. I wouldn't take both of them. Uh, All right, that's the bet. All right, I would be to, to to caveat that I would be more more scared of Houston if it was Houston and Chengdu. I don't think I'd take that. Interesting. We're not yeah. going to talk about Houston yet, but we're going to talk about them soon. Mm -hmm. Let's go to the next team, though. The Dallas Fuel. I've got them up at twelfth. Yes, Yiska's ah. got them at fourteenth, and Joe's oh. got them at eleventh. Oh so, my god, Joe! Yeah. Tone in the voice is amazing already. This one, this yeah. one was hard. This was my this was my gladiators of the season. Like I had a hard time putting them anywhere. I think they could be way lower, but just on paper, the way that I've like weighted things, I think I like their upgrades at DPS. Like their the Koreans that they've signed, I like them a lot. I think people are sleeping a little bit on Doha. I think they have a lot. They've, they've got an influx of individual talent on a incredibly mediocre roster. I think that should boost them. I'm, I'm willing to be chastised, though. Okay, John and Joe, how certain are you that Gamsu and Klosa aren't washed? Uh, that I'm not certain in the slightest, but they're at least known. Yeah. It, it it's I I've seen good performances out of the both of them. I, I'm willing to 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 give that a positive mark. I mean, 
to say the this least, this man doesn't believe a word he's saying. <laughs> no, I do. I, I I truly do. It's everybody else around them though that I'm like, yeah, this is a team with Akam, Unko, and and Harry Hook. Like, I don't know. That that was my favorite part of Platchet, by the way, on the episode of Dallas. Such was like, I think with Gamsu coming back to note, he could. This could be a season. He, he will be very good. And then Cus is like, I think Note will suck this season. And Such was just like, yeah, that could be true too. It's rough. Like, I like Decay. I think he'll actually get to see, you, you will get to see why he was so, you know, excited, you know, hyped up going into season two. I think that's going to be a big individual buff. I think Doha is very, very strong. There's like a crackpot world where like Harry Hook's got a sick bap. I don't know. Like it's everybody else around this roster that that bugs me and and does it's have anything me like Harry this. Hook's soldier from back in the day, man. That's you what I'm saying. Like, like that's what I'm thinking about. He can do that kind of. It's it's chain, like past you know puff puff pass stuff, but I it is high. Like eleven is high. I don't like putting them there, but I don't think like that's where I was. So, yeah. so that's kind of where I was. I went fall. the other. I went kind of the other route. I, I kind of went like, I can't put Dallas below Florida or Toronto or Washington, even though they could yeah. very easily they be very a 13, well be 14th, 15th team. Totally. You look at the roster and go, at least this roster has proven themselves to be a team that finishes down there. They finished 15th, I believe, last season. I, like I, I don't believe that they're worse. That's yeah, exactly where I'm at. I don't think they've gotten I don't worse. Believe, I believe Doha better. and DK make them better. And nope. uh, I don't think that you just go from good to wash in one offseason. I think, honestly, <clears throat> if you think of Dallas Fuel, it's like in, in Jungian psychology, you have this archetype of the tyrannical mother. Okay. And it's like... The mother that is overbearing and takes way too much responsibility uh, away from the child and keeps it from um, from growing, mm-hmm. and it's sort of like this with does feel. Oh, Uh-oh, you you were so. bad this season. Oh, yeah, yeah, have a two plus one because you were good at the end, though. And then, oh, you you like some of that two hundred k salary? Have a a little bit of that two hundred k salary. Here you go, buddy. And it's just like, come on, man. Like, what's with the cuddling? Like, sometimes you gotta just gotta smash desks and hate each other for a while. Which I'm not sure that doesn't happen because you have a like a caring management. But it's just like you gotta you gotta be hard sometimes and i'm not sure that's the organization that necessarily communicates either in staff or in uh management mm-hmm. and um it's it's once again haunting them this season and of course that's an old mistake and some of that they've actually managed to uh fix with taimu going down actually solid move as we already said like from yep. a competitor's point of view really respectable move uh, opening up a roster slot over the season, that roster slot actually could be pretty huge if they could theoretically um, mobilize more resources for another player, especially if it is a high-quality player. I, um, I think preferably in the flex support position, but honestly, off-tank, pretty much the same. Mm-hmm. Um, They've got a lot of positions to kind of fill out. Th- I think, like, I did my power rankings before I knew this was even a possibility. 
I thought everyone was just going to ride it out for for their sure. insane salaries. Um, this time around, yeah, I'm not sure um, if they pick up another one. I'm not. Sure. I I just think closer and Gamsu are bigger question marks to me now, even than I realized, and uh, I even feel I'm I might have them a little high possible like they they do have a very large floor they could be a bottom five team 100 it just from what i'm seeing like just on paper i weight them higher i, I don't like putting them that high but i don't they have a lot of the same like blow up potential as like defiant i think like this team like historically has had you know problems behind the scenes like it's pretty well documented um just individually, it's uh, I'm not I'm not big on them. I, I I think twelve and eleven could be swapped. I think eleven and like eighteenth could be a range for them. So. <laughs> it's, Dream Dream it, says Dallas will win zero maps. By the way, and all their players are the worst at the their worst position. at their positions. The and like, yep. all right, well, all right. Texan fighting fighting yards words. Yeah, buddy. Oh man, very good. This is coming from the team that's not confident free. in fuel in the slightest. Yeah, I want to flame. I want to flame Dream on the show, but I just know that he'll get angry at me. So we're not gonna do that. <laughs> uh, just get angry and get way too harsh, and I won't be able to emotionally handle it. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, Trump. Dallas Fuel, their team. They're a team that they, they with the worst with the worst team last year finished fifteenth. Yep. So they should theoretically That's the saving grace. Fill, they've, they've hypothetically finish gotten better. higher. They should, they should hypothetically finish higher. finish higher. How much higher? All of us, I think, except for Joe. Joe, I think four four slots is kinda high on. Four slots is a little high, but I'm I, not confident in any of those teams below them. I think even now, the more I, the more we talk through Florida, I want to switch Florida and Dallas, but I'm not going to, because I ain't a bitch. So, uh, <laughs> you know, it is what it is. Dallas, best of luck for you, to you. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what they can do. I will say one question. I am going to be kind of keeping a, an eye on this season is. If this roster doesn't work out, what happens with this coaching staff? This is this is what season, you know, Arrow came in at the end of season one, season two, season three. No results. What are we going to yeah. do? When it when when's the Give buck? Him a two plus one. Yeah, right. I, when, when does the buck stop? And, and this roster really goes through like a, a needed honeymoon phase. Um, yeah. It is kind of becoming a retirement home. Everybody, you know, kind of just stays if you you're liked, and if you're not, I don't know. Somehow you you get money as well. Like it's, it, I'm I'm worried about the future. But so far, the off season is has given me decay, Doha and Gamsu, which I don't hate. So true. No, no, that's definitely true. They yeah. upgrade big time. It's could go either way here. Could go either way. All right. You ready for the next one? Sure. Who do you think Fire. it is? I'm gonna say it's Houston. It is Houston. 
Yiska and I have Houston at 11. Joe puts him at 13. Two spots below Dallas, Dream. How you feel about that one? Uh, <laughs> turn off your turn on your parental filters, I think. Uh, if you're in Twitch chat. I expect some vulgarities coming this way. Uh, so yeah. Houston Outlaws have... Um, let's pull them up here for a second. Um, they... Have made some pretty big downgrades in the assistant coaching position. Well, okay, I'm done. I'm not actually flaming. Uh, That's not a joking matter. You don't. It's true. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Oh man. Uh, but they made some changes. They just recently, their most recent uh, announcement, I believe, was Jexa. They announced they picked big, up Neko as well. That's what bumped bumped him up for me. Blase, Boston Uprising's best player, as Dream put it, in front of Mineral's face on Sunday. Uh, they've uh, hydration as well. Repel. They've made some changes both in players and in staff here. And I think that they're really good ones. I think that they're easy content. I think they're easy. I think they're easily in play-ins for sure. Yeah. Made some great changes across I mean, the board. I think we talked like last show um, or Sunday. Um, this is like a mid-season tournament kind of team. Like this is a team that, that has a, an early, you know, a, a softer strength of schedule early and can, can jump out to a lead and, Get a get a midseason seed pretty quickly. We, I think we have a wild take tomorrow, and I don't want to like spill all the content I have in there. But Houston is more likely to make it in based on systemic in differences in the midseason. Okay, because of strength of sh schedule, of travel, sure. like certain other factors that Eric defined. Um, then elite teams, uh, yeah. or, or a certain elite team, and. We'll make the point tomorrow. I think it's actually quite a strong one. Um, I believe. And if that was come to pass, oh boy, that would have some implications on what kind of a uh, league we're playing. Yep, yep, yep. It's going to be a weird one. Mid-season in general, I think, is going to need a, 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 a review at the end of the season. Because it's fourth season, though. It's not mid-season. It, it it's is. after nine games. It's not mid-season. <laughs> they, 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 they have us all full, for a full. Like remember, they're going to need to tweak things. Do you remember the comment? Stay like this. Do you remember the comment that we got about the Houston Outlaws when for our power rankings last year about how they were? Which one? <laughs> we got a lot of them, but I think the one that was I think the most out of touch was the one about how they were in the finals for stage one season oh, one. Yeah. Against NYXL, right? Yeah, and they they won. And uh, stage yeah. one, season one was London against NYXL. Sorry, yes. they they, so they played. Were in the they played. They were in the semifinals. Thank you. Yes. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyways, they they went they went to the playoffs, and that was the justification. So you know, great. The uh, mm -hmm. the Houston Outlaws fans have some more ammo, which is much needed, I guess. I don't know. Houston Outlaws fans. I don't know. So let's let's talk about this. So can we can we break it down? So what excites you guys about this team? Uh, Jexa. Uh, let's start there because maybe maybe we're we're just uh, varying degrees of excitement. 
Jaxa is huge. I'm really excited totally. about um, Harsha taking over as head coach. 100%. Uh, he's, dude, he's a workhorse. He was his content creator. He was with the uh, Vancouver Titans. I don't doubt that the uh, the whatever needs to go on behind the scenes to set this team up for success, I don't doubt that that's going to get done. Mm-hmm. Did I not? Okay, yeah, I think I got my negatives right on that. So uh, I have a, I have a huge faith in the coaching staff and the changes that they've made there. I think that they've got some uh, really interesting uh, kind of old guard picks that I think okay. are really easy to meme about. I think yeah. immediately you're thinking of like Spree, yeah, uh, Boink, uh-huh. um, maybe even Muma and Rockus. And probably less so. Um, less so. I think I'm bouncing back on Rockus a little bit. Not to say that like, oh, I'm bullish on Rockus, but I think the community sentiment has completely bottomed out. And I'm like, he's not like bottomed out. I get what you did there. that bad. Like he does have merit. I think he had. I think he's like on the weaker end of things. But I don't think he should be like picked on as much as he is. Sure. Compared to the community, I think I'm a l- like slightly more bullish on him than most. I think the Houston Outlaws are the team that use their pickups almost the best in your uh, in all that I can think of. the The positions they upgraded were actually the ones they needed upgrades the most. Sure, they upgraded main support. They upgraded flex support. Okay. Rock is, is feasible on on Anna. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rappel will start over him on Anna as well. Yeah. He's better. I believe Rappel is a legitimate. I think it's the integration above period. average. Yes. I think I think my big thing, not to cut you off, my big thing with this roster is integrating the Koreans in. If that goes very smoothly, they could be much higher on my rankings. It's the worry on how that happens. That's mm-hmm. that's where I'm. I'll, I, I guess I'm slightly less uh, excited. So, backline upgraded, needed sure. upgrades badly. Totally, totally. Off tank position needed upgrades badly. Got, Got a sick uh, off tank in. I don't know where anyone's getting that stuff from. That Neko was in the top five off tank last season. He was. Yeah. Um, flex CPS. Someone that can consistently play and is also a shot caller on that position. Last time we had Jake, but he couldn't play everything. Mm-hmm. Or we had players that were n- not the leadership type of personalities, at least from what we know, and they had this champion pool. Blase and Dante just bridge a lot of the, the hero pool. And Blase is a shot caller. I, I believe, and this is... Boston is great at scouting top like players like this. Okay. Like, I guess I have to summon his name. DK type of players. Okay. Flexible yeah. DPS. Yeah. That it. can call. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Color Hex is that player too. Sure. I think he has that potential as well. I think they're very good at scouting these. Um... And they just don't have the quality anymore to to elevate the rest of the team to mm-hmm. the level um, of of what they had in in the first season. I think they're okay. still great scouts. 
Sure. So, <clears throat> yeah, uh, I think um, Blase is a gem to have p picked up hilariously because I'm not sure if they actually considered him to be a starter when they picked him up hmm. at the same time as hydration. Sure. And hydration well, apparently <laughs> is also a very good main tank. Yeah. Like uh, to the point where Flame can tweet like he's playing a bunch of tank now for us. I also don't think Muma is necessarily a terrible tank. I think he's an average tank as we already he's substantiated. He's had some heroes that he's been really good on. Really strong yeah, his, 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 we just His Wrecking Ball looks really strong. His Winston. Him yeah. have to play those heroes in, in long enough to be like, oh yeah, Muma. I mean, Joe, certainly you would, like, if you were a betting man, you would mm -hmm. say that Muma is more likely to be a better player than Beast. Oh, yeah, of course. Yes. So, totally. like, if we already established that Beast could be mid-tier, then Muma is mid-tier. Yep. And for me to place them where they are, that's all I need. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, where do you have uh, Defiant? Uh, 13. And where do you have Houston? 11. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think two spots is too much of a jump. I think it's, again, it's, it's a, it's a difference on between grading. That one, I, 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 have, I will disagree with. Um, I'm concerned. I've never been a big fan of changing gears. I think that really kind of changes the whole team dynamic, especially on stage. If they have clear starters, yeah. that's one thing. They need it. They need to change gears. That's that's I've I've been very diametrically opposed to that. Um, I think the Koreans are gonna have a slow start. This is their players that haven't played on a mixed roster from my sixteenth, man. Who? The outlaws. Sure. Gotta change gears. No, no, no. no. I'm talking about players. Like moving oh. players in and out of the starting roster constantly, like map by map. Yeah, I was saying. I don't know if that's what's going to happen. You didn't like them making all these big changes to the player roster, and I was like, No, no, I high. like making big. I make. I like making big changes. But when I hear Hydration's playing main tank, you already have a main tank. They kind of share similar hero pools. You have Dante. You have Blase. You have Hydration. Yes, it could depend on the meta, but I, I, I hope that this team isn't going to be switching pieces in and out like mid match. I think that does hamper players. I don't think so. Un unless you have things really set up before the time. And there again, you, this coaching staff is strong, so they very well could set that up in place, but I haven't seen it work really well just yet. So this could be the team that, that changes my mind on that whole theory. I think you use, you use players meta to meta. I think generally speaking, ideally i would i, I think, would agree with that and i don't think that we've seen anything that's really been contrary to that so far and i don't know why we would think that that would start i agree well, with we've you, got multiple tracer players we've got multiple brig players this on this they team do, but in it's particular not like you're gonna past. run two different tracer players on on, on two different maps we've seen think. teams do it we've seen uh shock talk about how ons brings more depth in a different style of widow i don't know i'm not sold on that whole theory yet um, I, I, I don't I'm, know I'm if not you can pull on that. Coach Krustyisms on it to be like, therefore, it is normal. I, I'm just shotgun approach. I'm just, I'm just saying what I'm thinking. Um, I, I'm not big on the the Korean transition. I think overall, this they will have a good season. I'm just worried at the start. They have some overlap. I'm not big on the gear changing. 
I think this is a big upgrade for them. I think this sets them up for success in the long run. At the start, they have a soft strength of schedule, which is a, a blessing for them. I think overall they have a good season, though. But a lot of shaky ground to, to get through first. Can so what's, what's I, can this, I, you, go ahead. Just really briefly jump in. Chat, we got to talk. Like, you guys know we go on these long monologues where none of us actively look at chat while we're talking. And then, when I, like, after waking from the three minutes of just, like, stream of consciousness, where I immediately forgot what I already said, yeah, I go into chat and just go, like, whoa, wait. The entire chat completely scrolled down. They spammed during what I, whatever I said. And then you guys say, really strong? Question mark, question mark, question mark. What? Question mark. I'm, like, going back, wait. What did I say? <laughs> like, can you can you add Context, any reference points? Context. <laughs> so I so I so I have a chance to respond to it. It's it's amazing. Jesus. Okay. All right. <laughs> fair enough. I'm really optimistic about the outlaws, and uh, that's fair. There's there's a lot of reasons to be. Yeah, I think they're gonna do well. I think I think that they could well finish above. If I had to guess a team in the bottom 10 that would end up actually just straight up qualifying for playoffs, this is my team. Yeah. That's the one. Good to see it. All right. Blase is super underrated is what they were saying. <laughs> Hureg, and then there's... <laughs> and, uh, now chat's just showing. All right, last one. This is very brief. And we're going to actually talk about this more next week, Joe, so I'm not going to give you a huge platform to talk about it. Uh, Joe, no, Joe. But Joe did put Where's the, Chengdu, Joe. Joe put the LA Gladiators at twelve, which means that the Chengdu Hunters are top ten for him. Yep. Joe, no. <laughs> state, state your case for Chengdu or Gladiators. I don't know who I'm arguing. Gladiators. For Very briefly, <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna have to state your case again next week. But you know, of course, of it, of give, give them a preview. Of how the LA Gladiators have missed your top ten, but Yiska and I have them in our top ten. I I like the backline, right? We I don't think nobody's nobody's arguing the backline. So yes. let's start with the positives, right? I have my questions with space. We did see him mm -hmm. perform at World Cup on Sigma. I'll, mm -hmm. I'll I'll give the the critique that, but that's World Cup. I want to see it on stage. I want to see it during travel. Does that change things? I have I have questions there. Bird ring, that's a non-factor. I, I, until, until I see him perform on stage with this team, he might as well be a dead roster spot for me. Mirror, I have a, a rookie contenders player coming into travel. I'm, I'm slightly questionable on that. Paintbrush never struck me as like a, a world-class player. Bishu has health problems, so I don't think he'll play a ton of time. LH Cloudy has potential. Is he going to be starting over OG? Somebody who looked like he was going to be a you know a starter for or a starter for Dallas for the next you know five or six years? Why did they get rid of him? That seems a little weird. I have I have question marks about that. I, I he has OG at, in general has potential, but I have weird feelings about why he just got offloaded from Dallas. That seems really strange. And Jaru, if if you were you know chomping at the bit to get a western flex like i suppose but somebody who's come and gone at this point somebody who has playoff you know jitters seemingly has gotten over them 
this roster does not instill a ton of faith. I will give it to Depe though. He has done a lot with with less resources in the past, but this this is uh this is this is not a roster I'm super confident in. So I hate to I hate to break this, but I actually do have the uh I have the Gladiators at 11. And I remember what happened now. Yeah. So okay. I put Toronto, I put Toronto at 17 last week mm-hmm. and I forgot and I mm-hmm. ranked them again at 14. So I'm putting Florida oh, yeah. to 14, Dallas to 13, Houston to 12, and put okay. Gladiators at 11. Gladiators so I'm just, 11. Slot, I'm just slotting them up a little bit. I Trump. knew it. Thank you. Finally, somebody in chat who's paying attention. My God. It's context. Jesus. Amazing. So, so we're not too off, I don't think. I mean, obviously we're off of that Chengdu, but that'll come. I mean, I have I guess that puts Chengdu in my top ten. See, that it does. I'm starting in them in A class for the next. I think I, I think I'll, I'll, I'll spoil it and I'll say Chengdu is going to be ten, but <laughs> Chengdu is ten for me. I'll spoil that too. Yeah. Like they're not too much farther past this pack, but I think if you're going to again like not to spoil the article but I'm, I'm valuing individual skill their travels not horrendous their division is strong roster volatility doesn't seem like it's going to be all over the place and they have like more players to come in in terms of roster size i in a weird way i i know i don't like it either in a weird way i think they're better than no this you love it you love no, it no i you love it you yes i like i like seeing leave come in i i've been hyping this player since we saw him in owps right or I don't even know if I'm our pellets, though. No, I didn't. I sold you that false bill of goods, and look how that turned out. <laughs> I beat you. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> I sold you my argument, and then immediately lost to it. Very fun, cool, good round. Um, I I do like leave. I am taking a gamble on him, though. As much as I will criticize Beast Halo, you could you could very easily. Uh, poke a hole in my argument there. I'm going for a read. I, this is a hard read for me. I think Leaves going to be uh, MVP candidate caliber. I don't think he'll win, but I think he could be on that ballot. Fair. I like. I like that take. That's the I, that's yeah. the analyst Joe that I love. <sighs> Not the mayhem eighteen at analyst Joe. I don't want to put him there, but. I gotta, I gotta see some, some life. That's, that's a, that's a dead corpse for me. I want to see some movement. I'll be happy to be wrong. I don't want to poop on them, but until I see movement, you love pooping on them. I don't. I don't like pooping on any of these teams. I'd like to poop on other teams for once. Like who? Which team? Just do, you, do it. Then. If, if you know. had a team that you could just <laughs> drop a deuce on right now, which team would you like to drop a deuce on? Uh, whoever's just going to be like bottom two. I think are going to get quite deuced on, and that could be fuel. Fuel could be deuced. No, I don't think so. They could be not bottom they two. Could be. Not bottom they two. Might. There's way they too might. many teams. I, this I, man I, put them on a level chat. <laughs> Again, it's power rankings. It's not predictive measures. Um, there's a potential. There's a potential for them to be bottom two. I I do believe that. That's probably their floor, though. They have a very... I think that roster is very volatile. But on paper, I like that roster on paper. All right. Fair enough. We got to get out of here. Hour and 45 minutes we made this one. That was quick. I, li- I like... You, did you like the format? I like this. Yeah. It seems like it's, it's un- very much like nice and neat. <clears throat> streamlined. 
It's a little more cohesive, I think. Yeah. It'll make for better, like, YouTube clips for people who just want to hear about the Dallas feel. Sure. Uh, so, um, cool. All right, well, we'll keep doing it. Downside is, is that I, I, I royally mess up my rankings when I do it this way. <laughs> I mean, that's what happens. Stuff happens. Yeah, you, you know it's really good. weird when I can justify the uh, Defiant at both 13 and, and 17. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's how you know how scuffed those like lower middle rankings are. <laughs> yes. You're just like, it's sure. Like, yeah. Which yeah, which yeah, uh, yeah it's it, which argument do I want to take? It's mm-hmm. it's just right there. It's been it's been really tough. The thing is though, is like last season we had like two or three teams that we were off by like six seven spaces on. Yeah, uh, I think this time we're gonna have like nine teams that were off by like one to three spaces. If that makes sense, you think? You, yeah. Oh, so you think there's going to be more gonna be, I think we're going to be off, like but... teams up and down one or two spots versus like a couple of teams that we just drastically underjudged or overjudged. Maybe. There's a lot to do that, but I think overall it'll be pretty close. I think this, this, I think I would, if I was to predict, I think the season's going to be worse overall. I think we're going to have more small increments, but we're going to have also more big increments. I think this season's going to be very volatile. Huh? It's going to be hard to read. The guy who cooks says, are you sure? Are you saying that power rankings aren't the be all end all and doesn't represent the actual standings of 2020 Al? Unless you're Joe, apparently. <laughs> Joe usually just is a little, what are we, Joe Stradamus, right? That's how we I mean, you get one thing right. It's not. Come on. Come on. Yeah. I do have Dallas at 11. Remember, guys. And Florida 18th. So. And Chengdu top 10. That's true. But 10. We already discussed this. Never mind. Yes. Uh, cheap shot, considering I have them at the same spot. So, <laughs> <laughs> right? Jeez. <laughs> Self a werewolf over here. Uh, all right. Let's go ahead and get out of here, though. It's been a fun show. Yes. Good, Good show. Don't forget, Baroy is going to be coming up next Sunday, 3 p.m. Pacific time, twitch.tv slash kicktripon. We're going to talk about the Defiant and whether I should keep them at 17 or 13th, I think will be decided during maybe that Maybe that 8th, too. 8th? <laughs> yeah, maybe 2. Just put them in three times. Yeah. Why not? Just for well, the I'll just keep one. sneaking them in there and see if anybody notices. Top one. As I, as I don't rate like uh, Washington, right? Because yeah. I forgot that they even existed until 15 yeah. minutes before the show. Should say a lot, to be fair. It's true. It's not wrong. Um, before we get out of here, uh, big thank you to everybody who hung out. Uh, let's do yes. kind of some shout outs for the week. Where people can find you. Before we do, though, big thanks again to our patron producers, Battlecrab, Maid, Pin, Lulshin, and Charlie L. Thank you so much for supporting the show at such an incredible level. If you like the show, go to patreon.com slash tactical crouch. We're $11 away from our next Patreon goal, which is adding an additional episode each month, which uh, Overwatch League is right around the corner. Right now we're getting plat chat every day, which is great. It's not going to happen once the season starts, probably. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, you want a little extra Overwatch fix. As we go to a two a day or two day a week season, patreon.com slash tactical crouch. Otherwise, leave a sub right here at twitch.tv slash kick tripod. Another great way to support. You still get a lot of the perks. We invite you to the game nights. You get some cool tactical crouch subs, all that good stuff. So do that as well. During the show, Real Nick Cage actually subbed. And so I'm going to take time on the air and say thank you, Real Nick Cage. 
don't do that for everybody, but for you, I did. All right. Uh, Youth guys, shout outs for the week. Where can people find you? Any good news? Anything else going on? Um, good news. We're waiting to be confirmed, but um, tomorrow and the day after, Eric and I are going to release some uh, travel, uh, like a more granular take on travel. We felt like, okay, now that we've been on ESPN, let's outdo them. And um, basically, like, look at the travel schedule just in more in detail. Look at, like, what other aspects other than travel and border crossing and stuff like that ha um, matters. Maybe something like, how often do you play the homestand host? How often do you um, face someone that has to face another team that weekend, but you can practice only for that guy? So stuff like this, more granular. Then the day after, we're going to have a couple of tidbits for each team, uh, like interesting, peculiar aspects of everyone's season. And I, I, I honestly quite fell in love with the data that we had. Nice. Awesome. I'm just going to start calling uh, Eric IBM Watson. It's like that. I've been watching, you know, the Vikings, they lost in the playoffs and but they always take breaks to talk about like these obscure statistical like AI types stuff. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, ah, that's basically Eric for us. So uh Thanks, Eric. Appreciate you. Joe, what about you, man? Uh shout out to the week. Where can people find you? What do you got going on? All the good stuff. You can find me and all my sarcasm on uh, at Volmel on all the social <laughs> media. Failed sarcasm, um, apparently. Apparently, apparently. Um, stay tuned for uh, this week's alternate Overwatch history. I haven't necessarily picked uh, a topic just yet, so if you do have any suggestions, hit me up on Twitter. Hit me up on YouTube. Um, if I end up picking your, you know, your topic, I will shout you out in the video as a small thank you and at least you know acknowledging that you gave me the idea and not myself um article wise um i think i am pulling the trigger on a discussion that i think we had last show um and and overwatch won't have a uh, a best player ever um if we're to continue with the travel schedule i think it's going to be much too difficult with all things considered with overwatch at least the way that the game's situated right now so working title is overwatch won't have a faker but that might change to a StarCraft uh, uh, terminology called Bonjour. That might change. Not sure. So we'll see. Uh, but uh, yeah, Overwatch articles are coming. Videos are coming. Uh, content flow uh, is is always pouring out. So yeah, stay tuned. I need some Overwatch boys. We're, uh, we're close. We're kind of at... We're, like, do you guys feel that? Like the, the community is like really like starving for content and we're at each other's throats and we're like everything's just such a bigger deal than it needs to be like we need some overwatch to watch we're talking about just, flights like, man we're talking man. about economy yeah. versus whatever else right like yeah. it's yeah yeah it's bad need my fix yeah. man need True. it uh, we're close though. At least uh, eight point three in World of Warcraft came out today, so that's where I'm jumping on right after this, I'm figuring that all out. So, um, nice, nice. as for me, you can find me everywhere at Kick Tripod. Um, I've been doing a lot of stuff for you know Overwatch, but I actually posted uh, a video about faking Photoshop. That's also up on the YouTube channel. It's just kind of about uh, 
like all the we we get i think we get a lot of compliments on the show about how good um our graphics look and i feel just like an asshole even saying that but you know we do and i don't really know how to photoshop and, and do that stuff i just like use the same tricks and so i started creating a youtube series about the tricks that i use to make uh photoshop and video stuff that at least appeal or at least appear to look appealing and uh just the same you know no depth no professional experience just uh you know, little small little details. So that's coming up. Video one's already posted. Uh, I'll hopefully have video two up in the week. So uh, yeah, so that's uh, youtube.com slash kick tripod. Also, where you can find the show, find the show everywhere else. Just search for tactical crouch or find us on Twitter at tactical underscore crouch. And of course, Patreon, patreon.com slash tactical crouch. Support the show. Come play games with us. I got the new Jackbox party pack. This last two weeks, like two weeks ago. And there's some really fun games in there. So nice. uh, I can't wait to play those for the next game night. It's going to be well, awesome. Just get my, my pushed in and quiplash every week. So that's fun. There you go. Try yeah. something different. New, Yeah, something new and different. It'll be fun. Yeah. Um, thank you again to everybody who hung out. We're going to be right back after the music for a little post show. Oh, the music. Oh. Uh, but until then... Uh, thanks so much, guys. See you guys next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Drop. Do 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 do